We're back. Stardom Sinem presented by Top Shelf Radio. The usual suspects, me and Bri. Hey. Hi, Bri. Hi. It is November 14th, and it is also National Pickle Day. No way. National Pickle (laughs) Day. Happy National Pickle Day to you, Bri. Speaking of pickles, how are you? Good. All right. (laughs) This is my Jordan flu game, by the way. I'm uh, currently sick, but the show must go on. We should be sponsored by Pickles. Are you still on Pickles? It's National Pickle Day. They get one day a year. You're right. Pickles. We'll hit them up. Any pickle company. Sign us up. Um, a successful week from the both of us. Let's go. Congratulations to you being still undefeated in our league. Thank you. 10-0. I hate your guts. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to catch fire again, though. I'll tell you that right now. In both fantasy and, and stardom sitem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Week 11 coming in hot. Normal routine. Start, sit, sleeper. And we got a great question at the end that might cause some debate between the two of us. Do we have a name? I'll tell you. I'll say it at the end. All right. It's our boy. Um, also, before we get started, I want to announce uh, a new a new show that Brian and I are doing. Yes. We're just pumping out the content, aren't we? Everybody should listen. Everybody. So... We got the Stardom Sitems, we got the the Pickums, and now we're just gonna do once a week go through the weekly headlines and just kind of bullshit back and forth. It might be during like our pre games before we go out or something like that. Definitely slug back a couple beers, some dad pops, dad pops, you know, adult sodas. <sighs> yeah, you know, but that that that'll like get us a little bit outside of the box, you know, our real genuine conversation and debate and shit like that, as opposed to just talking about players who start and sit and just teams who to pick. It's just like it's gonna it's more of a free flowing yeah, thing. Yeah, it's definitely gonna our, be free flowing. It's gonna be nice. So get our honest opinions and exactly like our our hot takes and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff is going through puberty it's, right it's now. It's Jordan flu game. I said it already. So. I'm just forewarning you that might happen a bunch of times. Don't, a lot. Don't ridicule me. I will definitely ridicule you. What? So, Russell Wilson, start <laughs> him. <laughs> Quarterbacks, Russell Wilson versus Green Bay. So, in the beginning of the year, I did not like this guy at all. going to be honest. Neither of us did. I didn't think that he had any weapons. I didn't think that he was going to be the same Russell Wilson. And the, the line first... sucks. Yeah. They're, not, uh, they're okay. They're better than they were last year. Yeah, you're right. He's always running around, though. But he, uh, in the beginning of the season, he did not look good at all. And I thought that he was done. I didn't think he, not him, but his team wasn't good enough. He didn't have the weapons. Correct. And he's slowly proving why he's making a name for himself even more than he has before. I think he's been your stardom before, like a couple weeks ago. I think it was two or three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the guy has eight touchdowns in the last three games. Which is good. That's great. That's a lot, a lot of touchdowns. Yep. And like he doesn't have one guy that you're like, wow, he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins every time. Exactly. Doug Baldwin is banged up. Banged up big time. Tyler Lockett is not the greatest. He's inconsistent. And, I mean, they have Nick Vanit, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Volani. <laughs> on the start of the him. week. That was unbelievable. Go on. So, I think that he's going to have another good game this week. And I think as long – you have to start him every week. He's – and every week starter now when maybe he wasn't in the beginning, start him. Okay. I respect it. Yeah, you better. Shut up. Uh, the other quarterback was actually listed as my sit last week. But uh, he basically told me to suck it. And now he's my stardom. 
Dak Prescott at Atlanta. So the offense was in shambles for quite some time. They really couldn't figure their shit out. But now it's they kind of found the spark that they needed. Ezekiel Elliott's running the ball like a madman. Uh, him and Amari Cooper are developing a good relationship. Um, the, the young studs there at, at receiving are, are great. Not great, but they're doing what they need to do. Cole Beasley is out there doing what he needs to do. And I, I like where they're headed right now. He went 26 for 36, 270. Uh, one passing touchdown, another one on the ground last week, and I, I like I like where they're going. And they're facing a banged up defense in their cozy new dome. That's always a positive. So I love the matchup. And uh, sidebar: Falcons defense let up three or more passing touchdowns in six of ten games. Nice. Six of their ten games. I think another they- sidebar: the Falcons let up three touchdowns to Baker Mayfield, who was my starter last week. Carry on, Bry. I think that Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper, every they're all pointing up. Yes, <clears throat> like all that values. whole offense. It was it was bad, but now they kind of figured it out. They're starting to figure it all out. All their least. values are pointing up. So yeah, and Eagles defense isn't that bad. No, it's not. And they they haven't given up a hundred rushing yards to a running back till last week. Right, and but we're talking quarterback here. Right, but I'm saying like everybody on Dallas should be pointing up. Yes, if you have them, keep them and start them. Yes. I do like Amari Cooper this week as well. He's not my stardom, but I do like him as well this week. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do back to back Cowboys last game. Yeah, that's great. They have a very good relationship that they're starting to build. So good. Thanks, Brian. Wide receivers. Wide receivers. I love this guy. Clearly in love with him. Clearly, I think he's going to be a stud. If not the rest of the year, beginning of next year. Okay, Cortland Sutton. Mm -hmm. He's playing at the Chargers, LA. Thank you for that. I thought it was San Diego. Okay. Well, <laughs> he is going to be the number one receiver for the future, and that's why they traded Demarius Thomas because they felt comfortable with that. So they he had one game, and he had caught three balls for 57 yards, which, I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad. But <clears throat> if you like, if you fire him up as your flex or wide receiver three, like it's okay if you're playing PPR. It's mm-hmm. eight points. But... Um, he he has all the talent in the world. He has every attribute to be one of the greatest, and he's going to be good. He's big. He's fast. He's strong. And they just they're coming off a bye week now, so maybe it kind of got the kinks out a little bit at being the number one because he wasn't used to being on the field that much mm-hmm. and being the focal point of the offense. And the Chargers' defense is at the bottom half in secondaries, right. like giving up points to wide receivers. Right. So I think that this is going to be. A shootout game that he'll see a lot, and I think you got to start him. I I like this kid. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago after the uh, big trade, but he hasn't really shown anything. I think he has a very high ceiling for sure because he is the quintessential wide receiver one. I mean, it's like one, one and a half because uh, Emmanuel Sanders is still there. Yeah, but if – you're at the goal line. You're not going to throw it up to Sanders. You're going to throw it up to Sutton. That's true. Or you're going to run it to Lindsey. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's a good pick, especially against that defense. It's like it's like iffy. All they kind of really have is Derwin James, Casey Hayward as well. But I, he actually might be banged up. Who? I'm not sure. Casey Hayward? Hayward. No, he's playing. Is he? All right. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's not a bad pick. I think it's now, as we we said this two weeks ago as well, it's like it's time to start risking it because you gotta you gotta make that late push. So uh, 
You got to risk it to get the biscuit. What'd you think of that one, Rye? Dad joke. Okay. Uh, the other receiver is Sterling Shepard at home versus Tampa. This one wow. hurt. This one hurts to say. Wow. Before you pounce on me, this one hurts to say because you are a disgrace. This is your podcast. <laughs> uh, obviously, we know that I am not the biggest Giants fan on the planet, and that offense is extremely inconsistent. However, hear me out here, Bri. In every game but two, Sterling Shepard has had at least seven targets. Wow. So no matter what team you're on, that's, that's production that you want to see. That's like opportunities that you want to see. And obviously, we know Tampa's D-backs are a big-time liability, especially against the slot receiver here. They uh, they let up the most yards and touchdowns to the slot guys this season, which is very good. Their whole defense is just terrible. Exactly. But just like D-backs are, are their biggest liability issue. I don't Actually, think, now that Quan Alexander is out too. I honestly don't think I could name one player on their defense. Quan Alexander. But, but now like he's Besides hurt. Quan. Gerald McCoy. Gerald. He is good. He is good. He's good. Uh, their secondary, that's just trash. Exactly. Um, honestly, the only reason I know that is because of Hard Knocks two years ago. All right. <laughs> uh, he also squeezed in a touchdown last week for the win, so I-, I like the matchup this week. I think now that the offense is starting to kind of fix the kinks, who really knows because they went against a pretty bad defense last week, besides like Richard Sherman, I guess, mm. uh, who wasn't even guarding Sterling Shepard. So... Who knows? I think this is. I think this is only a positive matchup. I think he he's going up. I do like that pick. I think I think Sterling Shepard is good. He is. He has the potential to be very good. And I think that the Giants have a good core, and I think that he is part of that core. Right. And, and it just sucks because he's constantly in Odell's shadow. Exactly. So like people don't really think about Sterling, Sterling Shepard when they think about like big time receivers in New York. I like it. Thanks, Brian. Running backs. Running backs. This guy scares me, just like Leonard Fournette did. Mm-hmm. But Fournette proved me wrong last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalvin Cook at Chicago. And Chicago's defense is obviously filthy. Like, they're one of the best in the league. But, and Dalvin Cook has been hurt all season. And before the bye week, he played a couple of snaps. But he had 10 carries for 89 yards. Hmm. And he had one big run for, like, 70 yards. Ah, right. But... Like he, he that seventy yard run is the Dalvin Cook we saw last year. Like those those cuts and everything like that. He looked back to normal. He also caught four passes, so like eighty nine yards, four catches for twenty yards. That's not bad. I'll take that. It's a and solid he didn't outing. play. He didn't play a lot. Latavius played a lot too. So they kind of split carries. Is he gonna get more? I think he will see a full workload this game. Really? Yes. Did Murray suck last week? He didn't suck, but Dalvin Cook is their guy. Mm-hmm. He's better than Latavius when he's healthy. Right. It's just a matter of, of health, if That's he's it. healthy or If not. he's healthy, he'll be fine. He'll he could be the, the guy. Yeah. This would be a huge win for them, too, at Chicago. That would be huge if they can somehow steal it. So I think that he sees a full workload. I think that he's going to be on the RB1, RB2 borderline for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to start him every week. I like that. As long as he's healthy. Right. That's the it, biggest game. Health is big. I, I did really like watching him last year, and... Uh, I mean, this year he obviously hasn't really done much because of health reasons, but I think he's an exciting player to watch, and I would like to see him do well, so I think that's a good pick. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. The other running back, I say, is Aaron Jones at Seattle, and 
what a beautiful game he had last week. He had a career day. Uh, I'm not entirely sure of his stats. I didn't write them down. But he's coming off a career game, and he's finally separated himself as the go-to guy in the backfield. And Rodgers most certainly has, has made that clear because he's vouching for him every week. Yeah, he's been saying from the beginning of the season. Constantly stating that he needs to get as many opportunities as possible. He's he saying, get Aaron Jones the ball, which is great for fantasy owners. He's a very high ceiling and a very high-powered offense, which is beautiful. And from here, his role is only going to continue to grow. I think he's a lock for the rest of the season. I also am going to have a little bit of a prediction here. I think he's going to have two touchdowns this week. Wow. Thursday night game, too, at Seattle. That should be a good game. Yeah. I, I You wouldn't expect it in the beginning of the season because of how both – well, no, you thought Green Bay would be good, but Seattle you didn't think would be – Rel- like relative, yeah. But know. also, I think any game at Seattle is like is tough. Yeah, especially like a prime time game. Of course, well, it's just Seattle, right? Seattle's but I, crazy, right? But I also think I, I'm I'm going to say two touchdowns confirmed for Aaron Jones. Confirmed, confirmed. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So what happens if he doesn't score two touchdowns? He will rumble there. Okay. Deal. Shake on it. Wow. We will record that. All right, and put it on the Instagram. Absolutely. Follow. Follow it. We'll we'll talk about that at the end. At All top right. shelf, top block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tight ends. This guy did not play well last week. No. I had him on my team. I didn't need him to play well last week. Mm-hmm. But he caught one pass. Not great, Bob. Not great. But it is Jimmy Graham. I didn't say this. Jimmy <laughs> Graham. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy! At Seattle. I think this game is going to be back and forth, back and forth. It's a revenge game. Being, oh, you're right. It is. I love the revenge games. I think that they always pan out well wasn't most he, of the time. Wasn't he on another team? <clears throat> the Saints. He was on the Saints and then Seattle. Oh, I thought it was vice versa. I don't know why. Saints and Seattle. And then um, he caught one pass. People, including me, I was worried. But mm. at the same time, he's Jimmy Graham. He's going to get his. He had a bad week. He's in Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Yeah. Everybody eats in that offense. Eats. Everybody eats. So, star Jimmy Graham. Don't worry about him. He'll get his. He'll be fine the rest of the season. Let's get after it. Jimmy Graham. I like it. Uh, My tight end this week is my boy, Trey Burton. (laughs) Trey! I like him this week. At home versus Minnesota. Uh, He's going up against a defense that has let up. Here's a stat. Seventh most fantasy points to home tight ends. That's a hell of a stat, Jeff. Thanks, Bri. I didn't do it myself. Top shelf, top block. (laughs) <laughs> uh he's always one of those reliable check down guys he's uh he's also one of those big red zone targets trubisky likes to look for him every once in a while and uh he seems to be pretty consistent this year he'll always get those those garbage touchdowns those garbage time touchdowns which is great a touchdown is a touchdown exactly no matter what time it is a touchdown is a touchdown i think he'll get he'll get some opportunities he'll maybe get like he's been averaging around like four targets five targets per game which is kind of all you can ask for in a tight end. You can't really expect for much. Uh, hopefully, he makes those targets count, and I think he's a solid option this week. I don't think you would ever be in a situation where you would sit him unless no. you have, like, I don't even know who at, at your tight end, but I think a big week ahead of Trey Burton is on the horizon. I think Chicago is kind of like Dallas that everybody's pointing up. Yeah. Trubisky's playing out of his mind. Uh, out of his mind. That's so, just that whole team. They're just, they got their shit together. I think that... Everybody's pointing up. I like Trey Burton a lot. I think he'll be fine. Thanks, Bri. Welcome, Jeff. Good choice. Thanks, Bri. Defenses. I think 
Arizona's defense against Oakland is going to score incredible amount of points. Incredible, incredible amount. amount. I think Oakland is garbage. Obviously. Tank mode, I've said this. They're garbage. They have <clears throat> nobody. Jordy Nelson is gonna most likely going to be out. Martavis Bryant's most likely going to be out. I'll so, tell you one thing. Sidebar. Okay. This game's going to suck. <laughs> but Arizona's defense rel- kind of held Kansas City in check last week. They did. For the it was most not, part. Everyone thought it was going to be a blowout. In Kansas City, too. Yeah. That's not easy to do. No. So Arizona's home against Oakland. I think that their defense is one of the like most top scoring defenses this year. Oh, so against Oakland, who's given up the most points to defenses, you got to start them. Exactly, I, I think that's they'll a, go off. That's a big time no brainer. If they're available, start them immediately. That's a big no brainer. I mean, at this point, you're at any team that goes against Oakland is is a guaranteed guaranteed start. But being that it's Arizona, I think that's just even more of a reassurance. Yes, definitely. Uh, the other defense is Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. I like the Steelers this week. They're very much hot in the streets. They're on a five-game win streak. And finally done with the Le'Veon Bell drama. That's thank just... God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> we don't have to deal with that anymore. Uh, it was very annoying. And it, what bothered me is when you turn on, like, Sports Center or First Take or something like that, that's just what they're talking about always. When it's just irrelevant. You don't want to hear about it anymore. It's done. Exactly. And the Steelers are looking good. Yeah, they are. Five-game win streak, as I said. If my voice doesn't stop cracking, <laughs> and if you don't stop laughing, Woo! just play it on. Uh, play back. it on. There's a mic in front of me. <laughs> uh, Steelers defense, they blew out an electric Panthers offense. Uh, so imagine what they can do against an offense led by Blake Bortles. Well, we're going to go right into it. Siddhams. That is my Siddhams. Quarterback. Wow. We're so in sync. Fucking love you. Oh, <laughs> Blake Bortles against Pittsburgh. Like I said, like Jeff said, Pittsburgh is on the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> Blake Bortles does exactly what Blake Bortles does <laughs> last week. He threw for 320 yards and two touchdowns. Looked like Aaron Rodgers, which means this week he will probably throw four picks, two fumbles. <laughs> but he's not. Blake Bortles is like Jameis Winston. Mm. One week he could look incredible. The next week he could be the worst quarterback in the league. Correct. And you have to think about benching him. Correct. You know, like a couple of weeks ago they were debating. He got benched for Chad Henney. Yep. Like, and Chad Henney actually played pretty well. But, and then now he throws for 320 yards and two touchdowns. You know, like Pittsburgh's defense is significantly better than Jacksonville's offense. Mm. And I don't think you can trust Blake Bortles, especially in pivotal weeks to make the playoffs. Like, in fantasy. Remember the trade that I got offered for Blake Bortles? Let me hear it, Jeff. It was it was Blake Bortles and Michael Thomas for Patrick Mahomes and Julio Jones. Come on. Why would I ever accept that? The kid is in last place. I'm not going to name who it was. Because he's still a friend. <laughs> <laughs> he will have... He's going to do a lemonade stand. Yeah, right? yep. He's, a, he's trending in that direction because the person in last in our fantasy league has to do a lemonade stand. In the in, middle of winter. In the middle of winter, in the middle of our town, our hometown. We're definitely going to be broadcasting that everywhere. Oh, so 100%. stay tuned for that. And it looks like it's going to be Posner, the guy who offered me that trade, trying to basically scum me. But uh, yeah, Blake Bortles, sit him. It's definitely sit him. <laughs> the other quarterback to sit this week is Andy Dalton at Baltimore. 
without AJ Green, this guy is basically grasping at straws, correct? Yes. Um, and they it just there's no really nobody really to throw to. John Ross had the only touchdown, uh, not the only touchdown, maybe the only receiving touchdown. Only touchdown. No, there was they had fourteen. Mixon didn't score. Somebody else scored. Credibility. They scored fourteen. <laughs> Credibility is out the window week after week. Uh, they scored fourteen points last week. They just couldn't really get it going. Uh, I could definitely see that happening again. Baltimore defense hasn't been great as of recent, but they should be good enough to put the pressure on Dalton and to cover guys like Boyd and Ross. As I said before, it's a rivalry game, so it's going to be chippy. Is it rivalry? Yes. Yeah, it's a rivalry Especially game. Especially at Baltimore. Baltimore's it's, defense is better. Than yes. Cincinnati it's going to be chippy. I think uh, they're definitely just going to put the pressure on this guy. I, I don't think – I think there are better options with better receivers that that the quarterback has as options than Tyler Boyd and John Ross, who Tyler Boyd didn't even play well at all last week. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's better options than Andy Dalton this week. I agree. Thanks, Brian. I think Baltimore's defense will step up, especially they're coming off a of bye week. I wouldn't start Andy, especially A.J. Green is questionable. Marvin Lewis said he hopes he plays. No, I thought he was out for consecutive weeks. Apparently, he's feeling better, and if he plays this week, I still he's start. banged up. Yeah, he ain't gonna do much. He could have two hundred yards and one hundred fifty of the yards can go to AJ, but that's, he's not gonna get you the fantasy points you need for these type of weeks. Hmm. Wide receivers. Shout out to Alfie for this one. Alfie Golden Tate at New Orleans. Why are you shouting out Alfie? Because I traded him Golden Tate and Nick Chubb for Tyreek Hill. All right. Uh, he p- played ruin the league. He played around 16 snaps last week, which is not a lot. No, at all. No, I mean it is a potential shootout with the Saints, but you don't know how much he is going to play. He has all the talent in the world. We know that. We know what he could do when he gets the ball, but you don't know how many times he'll get the ball. You don't know how many times he'll be on the field. You don't know what he's going to be doing. You know nothing yet. Hmm. Last week was not. Then you know you- nothing. You know you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> um, you just you really threw me off. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you just don't know what he's going to do. He last week you didn't clarify anything, so I say I think you should wait another week or two or never start him again if he doesn't play. Why are you smiling? I love Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't start him yet if you have the luxury of. Starting somebody else, start somebody else until you see what he does this week. He was he was my sit him last week. Sit him again. And he stunk. Yeah, but some people might be like, Oh, it was his first game, now he can get back in the No, team. but he said he's he's one of those situations that we that we talk about all the time. He's sit until proven otherwise. Yeah. Until he, he Until he's proven innocent. Okay, the other the other sit him is Devin Funches. At Detroit, another another letdown. He's uh, definitely trending in the wrong direction with his target numbers decreasing at a rapid rate. I don't really know why they haven't changed much of anything, but when when you look back in the Panthers' offense, the vertical like threat, like the tall guy type receiver, has never really been part of their plan. Like Kelvin Benjamin, he was okay. There. He is a slug. He's a slug now. He sucks. But when he was with the Panthers, he was okay at best. Like actually, when they made the Super Bowl run, he wasn't even playing. He was hurt. So uh, I, I just, I, it's tough. 
I think there are plenty of better options this week. Last week, the Panthers got their blow, their doors blown off, as I said earlier, uh, to the Steelers. And they had to rely on the passing game, yet he only had five targets, which is like, it just doesn't add up. So, uh, yeah, I think Devin Funches is a is a sit this week. He's probably going to be paired up with Darius Clay as well. Slay. Darius Slay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just sit, Devin Funches. <laughs> I agree though. I think that uh, the Panthers like that speedy receiver yes. better than the big yes. receiver, like Curtis Samuel, Ted Ginn. He crushed it in the yep. offense. Yep, I agree with that. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, those type of guys are trending up. Good choice. Thank you. Running back. Yep. I was huge on this guy. You were. He was. He was your stardom last week. Two no, he wasn't. Ago. Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Did abide. He was ago. never your stardom. Never. <laughs> no, he uh, Marlon Mack versus Tennessee. Tennessee's defense looks fantastic. They're one of the best in the league. They really are. But um, he had, last week he had 12 attempts for 29 yards last week against Jacksonville. He went bonkers. Thank you, Jeff. He went <laughs> bonkers two games before that. He had a bye. It's a good word, Brian. Thank you. He had a bye in between Jacksonville and the team he played before that when he went off. I think it was Oakland. I think he went off at Oakland. Probably. Oh, it was. It was. Because that was the highest scoring game ever. But Tennessee's defense is second best run defense against in the league. (laughs) He's the second best run defense in the league. There's so many RBs in that backfield that Naheem Hines, the guy Wilkins, you just, you don't know who's going to get the ball. He's definitely the running back to own, Mm -hmm. but they all eat. They do. That's like it's a lot of mouths to feed in that in that offense. But like side note, the Colts look great. They do. It makes no sense. Did you see that video? Stop. Did you oh, see yeah. that video? Uh what is what is his Quentin name? Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Just yelling as he just pancakes somebody he to might be oblivion. My favorite player now. Honestly, he might be. He might be. Stop! <laughs> just, just let me, just let me live. Just let me live. Let Sit the Marlon show go Mack. on. Sit, Marlon Mack. No, but they also did like the full mic'd up version of him throughout that entire game, and he's just the man. He really? he seems like the man. He's singing uh, singing along to "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. No way. Yeah, it was hysterical. So, so sit, Marlon Mack. Sit, Marlon Mack. But everybody else on the Colts championship team, go. <laughs> the other running back to sit this week is Lamar Lamar Miller. At Washington, he's uh, he's also one of these guys that are trending down uh, for many reasons. And some of those reasons are that offense is – there's a lot of mouths to feed. Um, Demarius Thomas they just got, and now also fresh off a bye. I'm sure he's kind of he's kind of getting a better grasp of that offense and the playbook and whatnot. Uh, Alfred Blue is starting to take carries away from him. I don't know why, but they think Alfred Blue is a king. So he's he's – Cutting into that workload for sure, uh, and uh, a Deontay, a Deontay, I don't know how to put Deontay, Deontay Bro, Foreman, not a crew. A return from him is on the horizon. <laughs> on the horizon, so uh, it's it's not looking great for Lamar Miller. I'll be honest. He's also going against a defense who's very solid against the run, only letting one person surpass sixty-five yards on the ground, and only letting up five rushing touch to, rushing touchdowns to running backs this week. Brian, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> is it like, is it just like a whistle to you, or you just like now, instantly def- look up every single time? A hundred percent now. So annoying. Now you do it every single time. I can't believe you're going through puberty. 
I'm sick. Tight ends, yeah. My God. I've been, we've been on and off this guy the entire season. We need to just pick somebody else. Right? But the week before that, he played well. Ben Watson. Big Ben. Versus Philly. Not Big Ben. Big Ben Watson. It's Benjamin, by the way. He prefers Benjamin. I don't care. (laughs) But he's on and off every week. On, off, on, off. On, off, off, on. Bri? (laughs) Last week, he, he crushed it. He crushed it. Did he? One catch, one yard. <laughs> but career day. I cannot believe it. He's not the type of guy you want for the rest of the season for playoffs and down the road, so just sit him. Agreed. Benjamin. It's Benjamin. It's Ben. Jamin. Jamin. <laughs> the other tight end to sit this week is Kyle Rudolph at Chicago. Big time letdown this year. He's uh he was one of those top tight ends coming into the week, coming coming into the year. Uh, the problem is, is that he doesn't have good chemistry. What are you doing? Doesn't have good chemistry with uh, cousins for some reason. They just can't develop anything. Um, he's actually a free agent in our league, so that's like kind of sad, especially with the scarcity of tight ends that we talk about every yeah. week. So since week three, he's had very limited production, and I think. He's a sit until further notice. There's not really much to talk about there. We talk about it every week. How tight ends are just not good this year. Yeah. But I agree. It's not that they're not good. It's just like, yeah, I guess. You can't really trust anybody like you could like last year or years prior. Exactly. Defenses, Green Bay at Seattle. We talked a lot about this game, but Green Bay has been a nice streaming option here and there, like against Buffalo Mm -hmm. and against other certain teams. But uh, this is not one of those games. Uh, Russell Wilson is one of the most elusive quarterbacks in the hey, game. Hey, he's your stardom. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the most elusive quarterbacks in the game. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He clearly just throws touchdowns. Like I said, he has eight touchdowns the last three games. Mm-hmm. They're at Seattle, which is never easy. You, you sit him this week. Well said. Thanks. The uh, other sit him is actually two teams. It's, uh, it's a matchup. It's both teams into one, and I think I think we one have matchup. we have not spoken about this, so I had to kind of cap it off with this. Sit both the Chiefs and the Rams defense. Before you continue, we could both agree to start everybody possible on the offense. Yes. So I said. So I actually wrote this down. I said both good fantasy defenses, but much better offenses on each side. One hundred percent. So I think everyone is praying for a shootout, including us. It's. The over. And that's exactly what they're going to get. We're going to talk about that on the Pick'em podcast, which comes out every Friday. Just go be on the lookout for it. Top shelf, top block. Top shelf, top block. Uh, but, yeah, basically whatever you do, avoid these two defenses this week because you don't want to be a part of that shootout in the negative way. No. You don't want to root for people not to You want score. the over. Bingo. Um, yeah, that's the Sinems. Who is your sleeper this week, Bri? Going to that game. Mm-hmm. Josh Reynolds. Who? Josh Reynolds. Who on earth is that? He is the third string now for the Rams because Cooper Cup is out for the season. Oh, get out of here. He's not going to do anything. Oh, he won't. I don't think so. The game that Cooper Cup. Make a bet that Daniel Rumpel. What do you want the bet to be? I bet you he won't have over 50 yards. Deal. Two Rumpels. The game that Cooper Cup sat. 
He had three catches, 42 yards, and two 70 touchdowns. 70 yards. 50. 50 is a little. little he, could have two he could have two catches for 50. Start the guy. Pick him up. He's going to be good. They run a lot of three 60. Wide. 40. 40? <laughs> <laughs> they run a lot of three wide receiver sets. He's going to jump in immediately and play a lot. He had two touchdowns last week? No. But it was when Co- remember when Cooper Cup got hurt the first time? We we're like, oh, he's done. Oh. Oh, okay. He started the game after that when Cooper Cup sat, and he had two touchdowns. Oh. So he has three catches on the year. No, he has more than that. But the game that he started, he had three catches, five targets, or six targets, 42 yards, and two touchdowns. <sighs> yeah, baby. I'm rooting. Fuck. No, because now I'm rooting against the shootout. I don't like this because we'll now see. I'm on the opposition. We'll see. But he's a good streaming option if you need a watch. 75. Receiver. Take it or leave it. 10. 75, take it or leave it. Leave it. Well, then the bet's over. <laughs> He'll get 50 and a touchdown. If it's 50 on the dot, we both rumble. All right, fine. <laughs> but he's a good streaming option. Start him if you need a wide receiver. Josh Reynolds. He sounds like a frat boy who plays lacrosse. Okay. <laughs> the other, my sleeper. My sleeper for this week. It's actually... it's. Not necessarily for this week. It's probably this week plus others to come. You're hideous. Sorry. Uh, With Jamison Crowder out, Maurice Harris. Shut up, Maurice. You're so annoying. We're just movie quotes forever. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Maurice Harris. So with Jamison Crowder still sidelined and Paul Richardson now out for the year, Maurice Harris is the next guy up. Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> he has 15. 15- How do you name your son Maurice? I don't know. I'm sorry to all the Maurices out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to love that name. Maurice. Yes. Name your son Maurice. I will. Liar. I'll bet on it. Rumble. You rumble. <laughs> rumble. <laughs> so the past two games, he has 15 catches on 17 targets, uh, being that Jameson Crowder has been out. Um, the problem is, though, that I said with this week is – Houston's defense is fantastic, and they've been pretty solid. But regardless, I think he's still going to get those opportunities to make plays, maybe squeeze in a touchdown. Um, that offense is unpredictable. You never know who's going to perform how, especially Alex Smith. Uh, he's been very underwhelming this year. But I think he's uh, he's a solid pickup for sure, especially right now. Uh, for weeks to come, depending on Crowder's injury, I think he... He's has he's got some good opportunities ahead of him for I sure. Agree. Thanks, Brian. Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. That does it with the sleepers. We got a great question from friend of the show, Terrence. Terrence. Terrence, aka Mr. Damn Sarnold himself. You heard that right. Yep. Damn Sarnold. On Twitter. You can follow him at Tmini007. He's got some heaters there. He's very funny on Twitter. One of my favorites Highly to follow. Highly recommend them. One of my favorites to follow. So his question was, he's a frequent listener too, so he knows us. He says, you guys were down on him and this team as a whole, but have your thoughts changed about Marcus Mariota after two really solid games? Bry. I have not. My thoughts have not changed. Mine have. I think that he played two. Dallas' defense is good. They are Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. I think they just had a bad game. Mm -hmm. I think that. He still doesn't have the weapons. I think he's very inconsistent. Um, 
I don't think they're – I still don't think they're a good team. Their defense is significantly better than their offense. I think I think their defense will carry them if they make it to the playoffs. But I, I'm still not a believer in Mariota yet. I need to see more out of him. I, don't, I won't judge him off of two good games. Mm-hmm. Maybe four, three or four games like on this stretch. We'll see how he does. I want to see how he does in a loss if they lose. Do you know who they're, who they're playing this week? Indy. So this will be a good game. Mm-hmm. Indy's on a heater right now. I think it'll be a, their defense is actually playing well. Indy. Yes, but I think this will be a good game, and then we'll see how he is. Because there's games where he goes off like this, and then there's games where he throws for 150 yards, two picks. Like we, the last two games have been good, but we don't know what the rest of the season. He's not just good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's this his whole career he's been back and forth back and forth. Right. I don't think that just changed. Right. Personally. M- my opinion has changed. I think he is kind of back to normal. Uh he was banged up in the beginning of the season, which is why he kind of had those inconsistent numbers, but now he's been actually very consistent. He he's he threw like 20 for 20 something, 29 or something like that. Uh, two weeks ago versus Dallas, and then he had very similar numbers last week against New England, which are both solid defenses. I mean, New England sucks. New England's defense, it, it's gotten a lot better than it was in the beginning of the season. They held, they held Green Bay to 17 points. Like, that's, that's nothing to overlook. Uh, and and they, then they let up 34 to the Titans. Like, come on. So I think Mariota has great potential to be kind of back to himself. Uh, that offense is doing really well. We didn't expect this to happen. I think I, I like Mariota. I like him for the essentially the rest of the season. He's got some pretty good matchups coming up. Um, so I am very excited to see what he does from here on out. I think Corey Davis is also starting to shine. Their relationship, their their chemistry, starting to do starting to shine a little bit. So yes, my opinion has changed towards Marcus Mariota, and I Mine like him has a lot. Not yet. Not yet. Right. It could. It could. Just not. I don't base it off of two games. This week's going to be a big tell. Blake Bortle has had two solid good games in a row. I don't judge him off of that. Yeah, but like, you also just look at how the demeanor and everything like that. Like, he, Bortles could do really well, but they still lose. This team is, that's what I'm this saying. Team I is see doing how, really well as I a whole. I want to see how he does when they lose. That was what, that's what I mean by that. Like Bortles okay, could, okay. Like, Bortles threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns and, like, three picks against mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And, like, those are okay stats. I mean, the three picks mm-hmm. aren't good. Of course. But, like, Mariota, when they lose, he could throw for 112 yards, mm-hmm. 150 yards. That's, that's what we've fair. seen from Mariota. So, I think that we have to wait a little longer to change our, my mind, at least. That's fair. I'll definitely give that to you. Are you? Uh, you're still wrong. All right. That wraps up this one. Week 11 coming in hot. We got uh, Stardom Sidems wrapped up. We got Pickums coming on Friday. Headlines. We got headlines recording this weekend, mo- most likely. Come on down. Come on down. Fred Barn. Come on down. <laughs> Top Shelf Headline is also uh, a working title. That's like to be announced. Top Shelf. Top Shelf. No, but. Follow us on social media on Twitter. It's Top Shelf underscore Blog. I gotta start using that Twitter more often. I'm gonna be honest because uh, I'd like to say I'm a funny guy. I might, I might just start using that more often as my, my burner account. Top Shelf Blog. <laughs> and on Instagram, what's the Instagram handle, Bry? Top Shelf Blog. <laughs> Give us a follow. Let's go.
Let's have a good week, eh? Goodbye. Goodbye.